Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Grilled Cheese and Rosé, where we discuss all things that don't blend, but we end up finding out it pairs really well. I'm your favorite host, Brittany Nicole, and this is season one, episode nine, titled Mentorship and Life Management. I'm with my special guest and mentor, Rashonda Pratt. Say hello. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. Wish I had a grilled cheese sandwich, though. <laughs> I know. We have to do that. When I go, when I start doing live, we definitely have to do that. Please. Um, <laughs> so today we're going to be discussing life management and how a mentor can really kind of help that aspect of, well, all aspects of life a little bit easier. I'm really excited to have this conversation. I feel like it's going to be such a good conversation between you and I. <laughs> Um, But first, I would like for you to share with the people who you are, where you come from, and all that good stuff. Sure. So um, I'm in Columbia, South Carolina, but I'm a girl that's lived in five cities, well, five states, actually. I am known in the digital streets as the Rose Show Live, storyteller, live stream strategist, producer, and first lady of visibility. And I work with brands to help them to be seen, heard, and paid both on air and online. I love your I love your elevator pitch. That's what I call it. I love I every time I hear you, it's like I've heard you speak a couple of times. I watch your lives and I'm just like, I love her little like 30 second spill. I'm like, I can't wait to grow up and be like that. Thanks. But you know what? <laughs> a mentor helps me with that. Too funny. Yeah. Tell us about that. Tell us about that before we get into it. So um my first mentor, um, And I would say mentor in the sense that um, she became, she was my first business coach. And she, after the coaching experience, she turned and morphed into a mentor. And she really helped to pull out and cultivate what was in me, the things that I minimize, the things that I'm thinking like, people would really buy that from me. Mm -hmm. Um, She really helped me hone in on my identity. Really, that's where the storyteller strategist was birthed from. And from then it morphed into, you know, of course, live stream and becoming the first lady of visibility. But she really helped put the stamp and seal on my identity as a businesswoman. And that has also changed into my identity as a woman, period. What I'm passionate about people discovering about their life. Like, I want you to live visible and seen, not just in business, but I want yeah. you to be seen, heard, and paid in your life. Like, I want you to be seen in life. So it really came from her saying, no, this is what I see that's in you. And you want people in your life, Brittany, who can see further than what you see. For sure. And that's so key. You don't want people to have tunnel vision or people who are seeing exactly what you see, but they can look at you and say, no, I, I see you doing that, but this is where, where I see it going who have future insight. I think that's so yeah. key. I agree. And you know, something that you said that I want to kind of go back to and touch because you, you defined the transition between her being a business coach and then transitioning into a mentor. Mm-hmm. I would like for you to kind of talk about that a little bit. Is there a difference and what is the difference for you between a coach and a mentor? I think with a coach, they're pulling out helping you uncover the answers that's already inside of you okay I I believe what a mentor is more of an advisor Mm. Um, a mentor and and how I view mentorship and how I mentor others is I'm more of their consultant whether it's life business spiritual so I think with a coach they're more pulling out what's already inside of you and helping you discover those things and a mentor is more like listen 
I would not advise you to do that. I, I think this is the direction you go. It's more of directives for life. Gotcha. So pretty much, gotcha. So pretty much the coach pulls it out. Once it's out and you're operating in it, the mentor is the one that kind of says, hey, this is kind of the direction or guidance with what you've already pulled out and what you're working with. Exactly. That's how I look at it. Yes. Yeah. I like it. So when do you think it's a good time? Um, You know, obviously, since we just made that really clear, obviously, it needs to be, you know, Mm -hmm. getting a mentor needs to be after you, you pull out and you've identified what your purpose or what you're working with. But when do you think is a good time to really either ask for a mentor or pay for a mentor? I think we should always live our life being mentored by someone. I agree. I mean, in every season of life, whether you're mm-hmm. a first-time mom, whether you're a single woman, whether you're yeah. a working professional, I think you should always have a mentor because I, I live by this. I live by this thought. If you're doing anything significant and it doesn't require people, it's really not that significant. Mm, And if you're living a significant life, you need someone who can take you to the next level. So if you're looking at a hard and fast rule, when do I know I need a mentor? When you have done all you can in your own strength, in your own wisdom, and you say to yourself, okay, I think I'm only seeing this at maybe 20% man, I need someone in my life who can see this at like 60 or 70%. And when it comes to a mentor, I really want mentors to be a person who opens up their life to me, who is willing to be transparent, that's willing to be vulnerable. I'm not looking for perfection. This is just what Rashonda wants. Now, you may be Mm -hmm. looking for perfection and, and all things be perfect, those who are listening. That's not what I'm looking for. Because I'm already struggling with perfection, you know, I've already mm-hmm. moved past yeah. that or whatever that looks like. <laughs> so I don't yep. want anybody has perfectly together, but I want someone to be able to say, listen, this is what I did and it did not work out well. Don't do this. You know, yeah. and you open those, um, those, those moments. And I think that's, a, that's really important. That's such an important key because I think I compare um, finding a mentor or really, you know, getting a mentor along the same lines of like a therapist. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. Like people should go through in <laughs> Like yes. there should be, you know, there, I interviewed my therapist when I was going through therapy. My therapist was interviewed because I wanted to make sure it was a good fit. I wanted to make sure that I was open, that she was open. It It goes mutual. And I think a lot of times people see someone successful and they immediately think they're a great mentor. And that's not always mm-hmm. the case because mentors are ones, like you said, that they're going to be very real with you and they're going to be very honest and transparent enough to share their own story, which means that they have to be mature and they're a great leader. They don't just lead by talking. They lead exactly. by actually what their life has done. And a lot of people who are, I don't want to say a lot of people, but there are some successful people that are just great at being successful because they did things a certain way. They're not really great at being teachers. I totally agree with that. And and can we just talk about that for a second about yeah. teachers? Mm-hmm. I, I recently took a class, a course, and <clears throat> it was terrible. Mm. It was terrible. Um, the person who, again, Successful, very much an influencer, um, well known in her industry and in 
eight. Um, actually had a um, some. If I named some people, everybody would know who these people were who gotcha. participated in this in this course. But it was terrible because mm. what I realized was in that moment I said, not everybody is a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone can teach their processes or systems. Do I think? Yes. And this is not me being judgmental. Yeah. I want to make that very clear. It's me saying this is why it's important. Your lane is, you know, I, I tell people all the time, 20 years, television news producer. Don't ask me about math. That is not <laughs> my thing. I yeah. am a journalist. I don't count. <laughs> don't ask. Yeah. If I can't use a calculator, I'm not interested. So you have to know your lane. Can I learn some things? Can this person learn to be a teacher? Yes. But sometimes all you have is the fact that you're successful and maybe you can't mentor a person and be okay and say, I just, I don't have the capacity to do that. Then take on someone who's expecting something and you can't deliver. You have yeah. to ask me what their expectations. What do you expect from this relationship? What do you expect from um, being mentored by me? What are your expectations? I completely, completely agree. So how would you, how would you tie in, you know, we're talking about mentorship and finding, you know, when is a good time? How does that kind of like smooth into the management of life? Because you mentioned earlier, you know, there's life, business, and I forgot the third one that you said, um, life, business, and spiritual, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So when is a good time, like, you know, you and I both know we have a lot of hats and a lot of titles that we wear. There's a lot of things that we do. So life is always continuous. It's always going. Mm -hmm. How do we find a mentor, right? Find yes. a good mentor that is going to be complementary to the things that we need to manage in our life, if that makes sense. It does make sense. I think that goes back to the interview process, which you said, mm -hmm. to discover what this person has going on in their life and also um, what your expectations are and, and then also listening to what their expectations are. I think a mentorship um, relationship truly works is one where expectations are clear, but also it's a relationship. Yeah. In capacity. Um, and I'm not saying you have to be best friends with your mentor or mentee, but yeah. there needs to be something relational there. And when you understand that, being aware and, and, and cognizant of that. And I think also the mentee who's coming into the relationship and asking for um, the mentorship is also looking to say, how can I complement what you're doing for sure. and not compete with it? Or how can I support you in what you're doing? I mean, I loved that about you, that when you know we started, you talked about, hey, I know that you have this going on. This is what I do. And I would love an opportunity to help you grow what you're doing by bringing my skills to the table. It's not free labor. Yeah. That's the other thing. I, I want people to understand that it's not free labor, but it's like, how can we both um, grow from this experience? Because I've had people who've asked me to be their mentor, but say things like this, Brittany, don't ever say this to someone in an email. You know, um, I love what you're doing. You could say that part. I love what you're doing. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I would just love to be able to grow my business mm. from yours. Okay. So that's nice. But then this part. Um, and I just want to be able to have the contacts that you have. Wow. 
Yeah. So that tells me, I remember someone sent me an email about that saying how, and then the, I will look at the profile and they're a visibility coach <laughs> and talking about, you know, the media and I would love to have those same kind of contacts for my clients. So can we, you know, can you mentor me? No, I can't. Just coming in here and you want the contacts that I spent years cultivating and creating. Yeah. No. Let, let's spend some time on that for a second, because I think it's really important. So I've had I've had mentors in my life since I was 19. Mm-hmm. I, I understood the importance of having someone who saw beyond what I could see. You talked about that earlier. Right. And I I had men, I had mentors. So they've always been which is interesting. They've always been like 20 and 30, 40 years plus my age. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've had them since I was up until 31. And then I kind of went through a drought, (laughs) as Mm -hmm. I call it. And I realized that coming back, they were, it was always a situation. So let me say, there was always a situation where I was either close with them, whether it was at church or whether it was in the business world. Um, Matter of fact, the V, one of the VPs at my, uh, at my corporate job, he was my mentor for about eight years. Um, And we were always close and it just kind of developed in that. So you talk about relationship. When Mm -hmm. I went through this drought, when I went through this drought of not having a mentor and not having that kind of like third party advice and third party GPS, so to speak, Mm -hmm. um, I realized that going back into it, I was going to have to do something that I was not accustomed to doing in this area of my life. And it was asked for it. Mm, because yeah. do you, you get what I'm saying? So like I knew coming back into where I knew I needed a mentor, I knew what kind of mentor I needed, but I knew I was going to have to ask for it, possibly even pay for it. But right. I knew I was going to have to do something that I had not done before and I was prepared for it. So I knew I wanted to give something before I got something. And I love so- that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I just, I love that because that's such a servant attitude. And that's mm-hmm. just the way of, and that's so indicative of your life. Yeah. The results you're seeing from having that attitude of, first of all, I'm going to have to ask for what I want. And yeah. I've been in that position too. Um, most of my mentors um, have been majority men. Mm. Um, and that's a whole nother discussion for all Yeah, people. it is. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> even in that, what I realized with that, Brit, though I've learned a lot about business from a male point of view, where I trouble, listen to this, was when I started developing, you know, a family and started having kids. And I realized Mm. how they function in life as a man who is married with kids is very different how I function. Because what I realized is I'm mama. Mm -hmm. So as a man, it's easy for you, real talk here, it's easy for you to stay up all night to write a book because you have a wife who is mommying, right? Yep. And on the flip side of that, I have a husband who's like, no, I don't want you staying up all night. And I have kids who want their mommy. So it's a different dynamic. And I'm not saying that kids don't want their father, but we understand it's a whole different dynamic. And I realized <laughs> that though these men have served me well, I really have to find a female mentor that goes back to understanding what aligns with your life, your goals, yes. et cetera. But going back to what you said about being a person of service being willing to ask, putting yourself out there, and then saying, I'm willing to serve my way into 
to this position. I am just in shock sometimes about how people are just not willing to serve their way into a position or spot or even open to, hey, I may have to pay for this. Like I get inbox messages of people asking me to do things that I'm like, that's a part of my business. I I just can't give that to you at all. That's not how it works. And people just not being willing to invest in people's time. Like, what is it? I mean, I've done that most recently. I need an hour of your time. How much is this going to cost for an hour of your time? No, you don't have to pay me. No, I'm just coming here because I want you to understand. I'm coming here to talk business. I'm yeah, and I'm willing to make the investment. What does that look like? And the person gets to decide if they charge you or not. So I, I think that's one of the things that people need to look at. How do I serve my way into, into a position? I mean, I think of a, so, things that I've done. It's come on the back heels sometimes of serving my way in that position. Yeah. And it's funny that you say, because I think this is the other side of the question of when is a good time to look for or to get a mentor. It's when you have gotten to a place of maturity. Mm. I think people, when you, I think a lot of times, whether it's business, spiritual life, whatever it may be, the reason why people don't value other people's time Mm. is because they haven't matured in valuing their own time. Oh, that's so good. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Because the thing is, I if if I've gotten to a place, even though I had never asked for it before, and even though I, you know, as far as being mentored, or I was put, I've always been put, even as a teenager, put in arenas where people were people that were greater than me were attracted to me. I've been grateful, God, grateful. Yes. However, I was no longer in that place anymore, so I had to create it, and I had to be mature enough to understand that if I'm going to walk into somebody's office or drop into somebody's email, Mm. that their time is just as valuable, if not more than mine. That part. And whatever advice they're going to give me is going to get me further along. You can't put a price tag on it, Mm. but it takes maturity. Yeah. And a lot of people, so when we're talking about getting a mentor and life management and all of that good stuff, you want to make sure that you're at a place that you value your time and you value someone else's time. That's so good. Because That's so because good. as entrepreneurs, because you know, as entrepreneurs, we, <laughs> let's be real about this. I wish somebody would come into my space as an entrepreneur, as business consulting, marketing, whatever the case may be, or visibility coaching, and you want something for free. So why would I go to someone else and expect it for free? Right. It's almost the same adage of you can't expect people to invest in your business. High ticket yes. if you don't invest in your own business high ticket. It's easy yep. for me to ask someone to pay $97 for something because I've done that for my, my yeah. for myself and my personal development, et cetera. And it's easy for me to ask somebody to spend $10,000 because I've done that in my business and for myself. So yeah. let me just insert something here because you talked about being mature and you talked about honoring the mentorship process. The other thing that I want to point out to people is in being mature and honoring this mentorship process is the process of honor. The greatest way Mm -hmm. that you can honor someone, not just your mentor, but anyone, is do what they tell you to do. (laughs) That is, yes. That's the greatest way that you can honor someone is doing what they told you to do. And that goes even beyond payment. It's just that you came to me and you said, I need support in X, Y, and Z. 
I gave you yep. a strategy. I told you a piece of wisdom to do. And then if you come back next week with the same thing, and this can go for even if you have a business coach and you haven't implemented yep. it, you haven't done it. You don't honor this. You don't honor me and you don't honor yourself and you don't honor the process because yeah. you came to me as someone you deem to be an expert. I'm giving you my expert advice for free. Yes. And then you don't honor it and do anything with it. Then why are we even in a, in a mentorship coaching, consulting? Listen, I've, I've fired clients before you, you already think, you know, this, there's no need for us to work yeah. together. Because I've told you countless times what you do and you have not done it. You are not implementing. So come back to me, possibly, when you're ready to move forward. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. the, you know, we had a conversation uh, last week and we talked about a couple of things. It was like a catch up conversation. And I won't really talk about what we, the ending part of what we talked mm -hmm. about. I was sharing with you about something that, you know, was new for me yes. and it's different. And you said, and you said to me very clearly, and it is, it rings in my head <laughs> and you were like, don't move, stay right there. Yes. And it was, it was one time I was in a conversation and I was around this person and literally I heard your voice. So yes, don't move, stay right there. And so when you are in a relationship and when you're in this mentor, mentor, mentee relationship, you will find that there are certain things that they say that rings in your ear mm -hmm. and that allows you to follow instructions Yeah, <laughs> because you're so because you're so vested into their expertise. Like you're so vested into the words, which goes back, honestly, Rashawn, it goes back to maturity. Yes. Because if you are going to pay for something or use my time or you even use your own time to gain all of this knowledge or expertise and you do and you do nothing with it, that's immaturity. Because how many times do we both have right. children? How many times do we give instructions? Right. <laughs> and, and they don't use it because they think they know right. it. They think they know. No, no, no. There's another way that I can do it. Well, why are you? Well, why did you? Why did me? you call me? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Because you already think why, you know. Why it. did you? So because you already know it, I'm going to go let you know it yeah. by yourself because yeah. this is a time waste. It's almost like, you know, most recently I put a post out on social media and this is another mantra of mine. And I've had to learn this the hard way. I'm not going to stay in relationship and spaces with people who don't show up. And when I say show up in the sense of, I'm not going to cry people who, I'm going to celebrate the ones who are here. And I think yeah. we spend so much time worrying about who left that we missed who is still here, who is still around, yeah. who is being supportive. We want to talk so much about my haters, my haters. Well, why don't you talk about the ones <laughs> who are congratulating you? Why don't you talk about the ones who are celebrating you more than the ones who. Yeah. Maturity. It's I today. I agree. I um I posted today uh, this morning. I said um we have to do a better job at letting go of people that are not willing to give what they are asking. That's for. that's a whole thing that will preach by itself. <laughs> that that right there. That's a sermon. You should have said at the end. Gave the benediction <laughs> and said, "God bless you, beloved," and then keep it moving. <laughs> Right. Because I just, I, it's amazing how many people will ask you for the world and not, and they're not willing it. to give you, they're not even willing to they're give not you willing. a zip code, <laughs> but they want the world. That is you. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you know, this this kind of so the, the next question I want to ask, which kind of segues into this, and I'll I'll set it up, so mm-hmm. to speak. A lot of times when you have too many people around you, too many voices around you, there can be a sense of um clutter for one. And then there can be a um a what do I want to say, like differences of opinions, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I think there's, you know, I think there's a good side and a negative side to this answer to this question. But do you think there's a limit on how many mentors you have in your life? Yes. And I think it's the same or almost akin to how many coaches you have. I know a lot of people want to have, okay, I have my business coach. I have my fitness coach. It's for different areas. That could work. But I think you have to be careful of having too many voices because too many voices become cluttered, right? And then you don't do anything. Mm -hmm. You don't move forward on anything. But, man, this is such a a complex. I know. I know. Yeah. I I think one of the things with that is, looking at the areas of their life that you want to focus. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. So it's almost a sense of if you have five areas and five coaches, what are you really focusing on truly, right? Yeah, so they're getting good. pieces of you mm-hmm. in all of these different areas. Can those areas really grow, all five at the same time? But say you have, like right now, I have a business coach and I have a fitness coach. That's all the capacity I can handle right now. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because to add any more to that, it's for me, and you have to know you, it becomes overwhelming. Does this make sense? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it does. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's my thought with that. What do you think? You know, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. And the reason why I brought it up at the time, you know, when we're talking about people wanting things from you, because a lot of times people will hopscotch mm-hmm. around right? It's kind of like, well, I'll ask you for this, or I'll ask this person for this, or you have access, because I think people can have access to too many yes. people, um, and not actually be productive, or actually, as you're saying, especially now, focus in and hone in mm-hmm. on something. I do think that, like, for example, and I'll, I'll talk about me, I've said before that you're my lifestyle mentor. I talk to you really about everything that I touch. When we catch up, we touch on everything. Right. Um and then I have my business mentor and we just talk about business. As a matter of fact, we talked this morning and there's not much of any other conversation. I mean, you know, there may be conversation about like, you know, how's your son or how's that? But the focus of the call is business. Mm-hmm. That's, that is my life. It is me becoming a, the best version of myself. Yes. And it is focusing on making my business to be as successful as it can be. Right. So I think that's just enough. And what's funny is you two have known each other for longer than I've known you. (laughs) You guys have known each other for so long. And it was so unplanned because I met you guys in two totally different spaces. Well, funny enough, I actually met him at your VIP branch the first time Mm -hmm. I met you. Right. But I didn't know how close you guys were when I started to ask and say, hey, I need a mentor. Right. 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 So when I talk to you guys, you guys have such of the same element of the heart that there isn't cross-referencing of information where I feel like, well, you know, Rashonda said this and well, he said that. So, you know, I'm confused. And so I think when 
you really know what it is that you need. So going back to what you said, when you know your focus and you know, um, when you look at your life and what it is that you want to hone in, and I would even say perfect Mm -hmm. what you want to become an expert in, in your life. And I mean, yes, we both know we have, you know, mother, you're, you're a wife. I'm a entrepreneur. I am, you know, we're both daughters and all friends. And there's so many different things, coaches and consultants and all of these things that we play, but what do we want to become an expert right. at? And what do we feel like we need that another expert, like, what do we need an expert in to come in and help us evolve into what it is that we see? That's important. So I do think I do think that we can have too many voices. Um, I definitely don't think that you should get a mentor in the same mm-hmm, area. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, that's definitely, I don't think that's a good, I, I don't think that's a good idea to have two business mentors um, or to have two fitness coaches. I don't think that's right. necessary, but I do think going back to what you said, I do think that we have to do a better job at not being scatterbrained. I agree. And being all over the mm-hmm. place. Right. So that we can really, and as creatives, you know, that sometimes that's a little bit of a challenge because we're creative, you know, we see all of the colors in the crayon box and we see the colors that it can be (laughs) that the potential of what the colors can be created um, into. And so sometimes it's really important to make sure that we hone in and focus on what do we want to be expert at? And I think a good mentor will help you focus in on that. And see the areas where there are holes and help you fill in those holes. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the biggest lesson that you've learned from a mentor of yours? Man, the biggest lesson. Um, The power of momentum. And Mm -hmm. I, I have to say that's the biggest lesson because I've used that to build a company, a business, um, life, relationships, the mm-hmm. power of momentum, that momentum waits for no one and momentum mm-hmm. doesn't have to give you an encore. So when there's momentum and things are high and, and you have momentum in your life and you have your momentum in your business, don't let it go flat. Continue to ride that momentum, whatever riding that momentum looks That's like. Good. So she's taught me a lot about momentum. That's good. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, I want to, I'm just sitting. <laughs> You're kind of processing that. That's really good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I would have to say I was uh, 21 Mm -hmm. and I was speaking to Terry. Um, She was, man, Terry is, she's 35, 37 years older than I am. And she said, um, she said to me, she said, Brett, you have a gift to see what people Mm -hmm. don't see. But she said, what you have to learn is that there's always a timing to say it. So good. That's good. And yeah, I will, n- <laughs> I will never forget that moment because from that moment on, from 21, that is a part of what I started to focus in and develop that I see a lot. Um, and a lot of times people don't realize how much I see or how insightful I am but I've, I have learned when mm. I tell you, I have learned timing because everyone, what she was saying, everyone isn't ready to be told or to hear what you see, right. whether it's teaching, whether it's a lesson, whether it's about themselves or whether everyone isn't ready for what you see. So you have to know and understand timing. 
and understand that, okay, I, I see this today, but it's not time yeah, for me to say it. I agree. That's really good. That's a blessing. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was. So let's talk for a second. Um, I want to I wanna make sure I use these last couple minutes really well. So I want to talk a little bit about mentorship versus therapy, because I think sometimes um, people misunderstand mm -hmm. um, the benefits of both and that sometimes they can, you know, people feel like they're blended. So, um, or they try to blend them rather. Would you say that there is a hard difference or do you, would you say that it's blended between mentorship and no, therapy? I think mentorship can feel like <laughs> therapy, but it is not therapy. Therapy yep. is with a professional. I agree. Mm -hmm. I know where it claims <clears throat> to be a therapist. And in fact, I have recommended therapy for some people. Um, so I don't yeah. think they are the same. I think it can feel like, oh my gosh, I'm able to breathe with, right? Um, I, I feel like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this person gets me. They understand their synergy. It, it can feel like it's mm -hmm. therapy, but it is not. And we do a disservice to the relationship where we don't understand it or to the person who is the, by considering or treating them like they're your therapist. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And it's something that you said about synergy, um, you know, people feeling so close and um, synergetic to your mentor. Therapy is not necessarily supposed to, it does that naturally, but it's not supposed to do that. It actually therapy in a way um, makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's heal. It's it's healing because I recommend. I think everyone in life needs to go. Through I think therapy. every but every when entrepreneur you go, needs a therapist. Yes, seriously, <laughs> I, agree. I completely agree. I completely agree. But therapy has a way. A really good therapist has a way of pulling things out of you that you haven't touched in years that makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mentors. Um, the mentors can do that too, but see, they're not necessarily pulling out childhood things. They're not pulling out, um, they may trigger <laughs> those childhood right. issues or they, but a therapist is going to pull them out and paint a picture for you to be able to see and identify it. And so sometimes it's important to realize that while your mentor is giving great advice and it is, is advising you and guiding you in a way um, that does not replace mental and emotional trauma that you've been through. Understood. And and a therapy needs and a therapist can help you in that in that area because you know we're all walking around with a lot of unresolved trauma, and we get a mentor mm. <laughs> and we think that's going to cover it up, and that's that's not what the use. And like you said, you're doing a disservice. Yeah to the relationship when you, when you're trying to use it for something. Right. Else. And I think a mentor will help you uncover some of those things. Like you said, um, I agree. bring it mm -hmm. up, reference it, talk about processing yeah. that, but not try to walk you through totally the healing process may start the healing process, there you go. but may also recommend, Hey, yeah. you know, you might want to go talk to a professional about this. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, you, a mentor will also be, I think, one of the reasons why a mentor can identify that is because they because they too have probably processed exactly. through it as well. So it's kind of like, ooh, that looks like something I've been through. So let me bring it up yes. to you. <laughs> so let me <laughs> let me let you know. You might want to deal with this, but I'm not necessarily the person because I had to go through my own journey, my own process, my own therapy. But I'm 
helping you to identify, yeah, you got a mm. little dust over there. <laughs> you might want to clean yes. up. <laughs> okay, so for the last question. So, you know, there's been this thing, and I mentioned to you on TikTok, um, a lot of people are doing life, you know, life hacks where, um, matter of fact, more recently, I saw a video where you take a fork, you know, the little yes. chicken tenderloins, and it has that little yeah. cartilage in the middle of it. Well, if you take a fork and a napkin, it pulls right out. Get out of here. I got to send you the video. After this, I'm going to send you the video. So, of course, now I've been doing that all the time. So they've been calling it life hacks, right? Because it's like, you know, you're showing people an easier way to get to Mm -hmm. a goal, right? So I want to do a life management hack. So what are like your top three? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) life management hacks and they can be something very you know it could be anything it could be life management you know that's more serious or it could be life management cooking kids it doesn't matter whatever area you want to pick but what would be your top well number one life hack is I never thought I would do become this person because I travel I speak (laughs) content so I'm always having to get dressed or at least have a top on Mm -hmm. or something to that effect so I've learned how to organize my closet. So I literally have shirt section, pants section, clothes section, et cetera. And then also to make it easier for me, I go ahead and put my accessories on top of the hanger with said dress, shirt, uh. et cetera. So that way I grab something, it's already put together and I'm good to go. If I can't get in contact with my stylist or something, we have a section in my closet in the middle where it's all of, hey, this is where you pull from. If you get called to do something unexpectedly, you have to show up at an event or whatever. Gotcha. That's my lack, like fact because I cannot stand. It used to be cool, wow. but it's not cool now. I can't stand going out to the store <laughs> mm-hmm. at the last minute trying to find, I got to go and do something and what am I going to wear kind of a deal. I, I don't get yeah. joy in that anymore. So that is my life. That's one of my life hacks. The other one is I have a specific day where I make phone calls. And when I say phone calls, it's like okay. if you have to call the doctor's office, if you have to check in on, you know, an account or business things, because I don't like to be on the phone Monday through Friday. I'm I take no joy in that. So in my personal life, <laughs> there are certain days that are days where I'm going to make all my phone calls on that day, one and done. And then even in my business, there's only okay. certain days that I take these sessions or um, our complimentary strategy call. So that way I don't feel like I'm talking okay. all week long and then I'm now I'm tired. Right. So that's another life hack. Yeah. Makes and sense. then um, number three, I just try to keep everything that I'm doing simple. I mean, everything that I'm doing. I'm just Mm. like, okay, what is the simplest way that I can do this without this being like overwhelming for me? I don't like overwhelm. I'm not a fan of that. So I just try to keep, I just, when I'm sitting (laughs) here thinking, okay, I've got to do this. What is the simplest way I can do this? And And I just try to keep that idea and thought across the board with everything. Keep it simple. I love it. That was a great one awesome. to end on. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yes. Keep it simple. Um, man, Rashonda, thank you so much. 
for joining me today. I, I appreciate you. you. And everything you. <laughs> that you I bring to you. my life. I love what you're doing. <laughs> you and I'm, I'm honored to be a part of this. Definitely. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, before you leave, definitely share with them where they can find you, social media, website, awesome. all Awesome. So stuff. I'm known in the digital streets as the Rose Show Live. And can find me all across social media t-h-e-r-o-s-h-o-l-i-v-e the rose show live and check out my website www.therosshowlive.com thanks for listening to another episode of grilled cheese and rose if this is your first time with me you can find me on social media at meet Brittany nicole and you can visit my website meetbrittanynicole.me I'm giving away free stuff every single week. All you have to do is go to my website, meetbrittanynicole.me, click on the link that says free stuff, type in your name and your email address, and you're in there. From there, I'm gonna send you free stuff every single week. So be sure to share this episode and subscribe if you haven't already. And as always, love and evolution.